My name is um, Audrey Carter, and um, I I'm in the Oliver community. Um, kind of lived there pretty much all my life. Um, um, I am uh, 58 years old, and um, I just do a lot of, uh, I guess, different things in the community. I, I work in the community as a Head Start teacher. I uh, worship in the community, definitely, at, at Zion Baptist Church. I uh, do a lot of community uh, work uh, in the community, uh, with uh, definitely with young people. Uh, that's my ministry. Um, so I've, I've just been doing various multiple things uh, in the community. Um, um, right now, I um, live just like a couple of blocks outside of the Oliver community, but um, still I still do so much uh, in the community for because I've been doing it for so many years yeah and um, when you say that you work with young people you work with them as an educator and what else what does that work look like um, yeah what well, yeah I work with young people on various levels uh, um, um, Head Start teacher, uh, yeah. so I work with children in, in the school system. Um, I've also substituted in, in the school system from middle school on down. Uh, yeah, middle school on down. The high school uh, didn't get to that, but um, middle school on down. Uh, I've um, I work in the uh, uh, I'm a part of the church and I'm uh, the coordinator over the uh, children and youth ministry. So I do a, a lot of work uh, with. Uh, just organizing the various things with the young people in the church, um, in the church as well as outside of the church. Uh, I do a lot of community stuff. Um, I used to work for Rec and Parks as well, for uh, as the, um, one of the leaders there, and again doing things with the young people there. Um, I do uh, work projects. Um, last year, um, we did. Uh, we received a grant for uh, the cleanup projects um, in the community, so I was able to hire some of the um, young people in the community. And one of them was my grand. Well, yeah, one of them was my grandson, mm -hmm. and my other grandson tagged along, so I had to do give him something. Mm -hmm. So, but he was too young to officially work, but he was kind of there. And so, um, so we do cleanup projects, you know, with the community. Um, also work with other churches, you know, their youth groups come in and we do cleanup projects or either I go to them and help them out with their cleanup projects, bring our youth with them, that mm -hmm. sort of thing, interacting. Um, but that's pretty much, yeah, I, my ministry is uh, pretty much with young, young people, people. Mm -hmm. and, and doing uh, uh, various things with them. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, you grew up in that neighborhood. Did you go to, what schools did you attend or what, what was life like growing up there? Um, well, my life was pretty good. <laughs> I am uh, next to the youngest of nine, so uh, I'm the youngest girl, and then I have a younger brother. And so I'm going to say, and I always say this, I had the best brothers and sisters in the world. Uh, you know, where you might have contention and different things, whatever, but... Um, I really was protected and shielded and provided for by my brothers and sisters. And I'm going to say pretty much my whole family. So I was like a, not necessarily kid gloves as in, you, you know, I'm so fragile or whatever, but in the sense of I always felt cared for. Um, I, I never, even to this very day, never felt um, that I was without anything, needed anything, uh, was left alone, uncared for. 
it was always um, uh, a, a situation where uh, I, I just knew I was cared for and loved. Um, I share quite often with maybe my grandchildren or other young people how um, when when you know somebody is looking out for you, you you just it motivates you to do more. You know, you're you don't have that apprehension of I'm scared to do something or I want to do something. It was always, um, you know, I go, you know, I want to go to the moon, and they go, well, how you think you're gonna do that? Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't no, you can't. You know, mm -hmm. um, and I had brothers and sisters where, um, as they say, when the street lights come on, you know, children go in the house. It was always whatever it was. It was like they would say, go in the house. And I just go in the house, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. It wasn't why well, I got to go in the house or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, even to this very day, mm -hmm. um, I only lost one of my brothers, my oldest brother. Everyone else is still alive. And even to this very day, if my brothers and sisters, any of them, say don't do something, I would go okay, because uh, I believe as they cared for me, I trusted them, and they. They care for me very well. So I look at that as I still trust them to this very day. And I believe that relationship is the same thing. They will, you know, um, still care for me, you know, in the sense of making sure I'm okay and things like that. And um, so, but I, and I, and I just want to share that um, in this whole scheme of things, um, I have, uh, I'm going to say I have, because he's always in my heart, one son. And, but I lost him. Um, uh, he was killed two years ago. And uh, so I have two grandchildren, which were his sons. And, um, but it's almost still the same of, they're just like, are you okay? Everything good? I know you have your moments. I'm here for you, you know? And, uh, and especially my grandsons, they've been with me for all their life. You know, living with me or, you know, back and forth kind of thing. And I have uh, the oldest one, uh, who's 15 now, uh, looks just like my son, <laughs> acts like him a whole lot, <laughs> but he has a, uh, a, a, a humble heart in the sense of my son was more uh, defiant. He's in his own boyish way defiant, but if I say fix it, he'll go, okay. And I go, oh, thank you, Lord, mm. you know. So, um, but I've always had a sense of um, peace and caring and, you know, so, oh, and I, oh, oh my, and I had a stepfather who's my older brothers and sisters' father. And, um, and I always say how he got to make sure I was okay or cared for me so much from my older brothers and sisters, I don't know, but I say I'm so very, very grateful. Um, yeah, so I, I had a great um, upbringing. Uh, I lived in uh, East Baltimore, where now Johns Hopkins and all the things on Broadway and Eager. I used to live on Rutland Avenue as a as a young child, and uh, when I went down there one day, and I went, "Who let somebody do this?" is what I said, because mm -hmm. all the houses were gone. My grandmother's house was gone. Ours was gone. You know, um, it was like, what happened? Um, when I got to a teenager, we lived on Central Avenue, mm -hmm. and um, and that's pretty much kind of where I'm in the location now, where I work at, where um, churches and stuff like that. 
and um, so I still kind of do a lot of community work around there. As a matter of fact, across from the house we lived in on Central Avenue, we had a community. We have a community garden, which they some people brought the property. Oh, no. I'm praying about that, yeah. but uh, it is not in stone yet, so I'm still praying about it. So, uh, but we had a community garden, and that's where we take the kids uh, from school, and we go do projects in there and read in there. Take the young people to do um, work projects in there, things like that. Community organizations come, and we do, you know, we grow in corn and um, strawberries and all sorts of vegetables and things like that. Yeah, so. Um, and and that's just in general around the uh, uh, Oliver community, where's Oliver Center worked in there a lot. Still do stuff in there, things like mm-hmm. that. So um, just in general, just overall throughout the community, just wherever there's a need, where it's uh, in uh, senior homes, mm-hmm. you know, they need some help. Bring some kids over. Mm-hmm. Let's work. You mm-hmm. know, um, or food drops or something like that. You know, hey, what can I do? That yeah. sort of thing, and then let me get some kids involved. Yeah, and uh, same question to you. Like, how do you, where does that come from, and um, like, why do you do that work? You know, why do you think? I um, definitely from my upbringing with my older brothers and sisters, and everybody kind of looking like out for me. Unit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, surprisingly, we're not as close now because my mom, you know, passed away also, but. But I'm going to say, I could call them up and say, you know, I'm sad. They would go, oh, what's going on? You know, uh, we're going to work it out. You need me there, you know, regardless of whether I've talked to them in a while or not. But, you know, they kind of give me my space because of just growing up situations. But at the same time, I can just call them and they're there. Mm. Um, And I look at my upbringing. I look at my stepdad. I look at my brothers and sisters. And I go... They did great, you know. They they took care of me, and I I I make a joke about definitely my stepdad, because literally he was just an amazing guy and just was there. And I always said after he passed, I said, Lord, he had to be saved because he couldn't have been saved and made it that much of an effect on me. And God, if he was, this is, I truly pray this, and God, if he was not saved, could you figure out a way to kind of still get him into heaven? (laughs) Because of what he did for me, and God, I'm trying my very, very best to do for you what you want me to do. So so it's almost like me saying, God, can you do me a favor? <laughs> you know, and I know you can do that. I don't know, but but when I when I die, Lord, I want to be able to see him when when I get to heaven because he truly made a difference in my life. And so when I look at other kids, whether their parents are from different homes or circumstances they're at, and I go, that has absolutely nothing to do with everything. It has everything to do with you and how you receive this. So if you're coming from a drug home or whatever home, you can you can do what they do, you know, but really is that what you want to do? So you can you can turn that around and you can say, I can be the first one not to. Because in my home, we did have that kind of stuff. But it's like, I don't know why it didn't stick. Mm-hmm. And I go, 
Maybe because of my big brothers and sisters saying, go out. <laughs> don't, you know, they must, I don't know. But I just know, um, I knew it was there, but at the same time, it, um, like I think I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, even, and role even, models that you knew were looking yeah, out for my, you. My nephews, even now, everybody, it would be, oh, I can't do it around on our tree. Oh, I can't do this mm-hmm. on our tree. You know, go, no, y'all be you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but they're like, no, no. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, well, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful they still kind of look out for me. You know, so I'm grateful. So you talked about this a little bit, but how much... East Baltimore has changed um, in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to share a little more about how that's impacted you or that, that you know, your immediate community and neighborhood? Um, I know from being in Baltimore over 18 years, there's a lot of tension mm-hmm. out in East Baltimore around how Hopkins operates or how what that relationship looks like. But yeah. Well, I, um, be, uh, I, I grew up a few blocks on Rutland Avenue in Ashland, a few blocks from where Hopkins was. And of course, you know, the houses were around, but now everything is pretty much gone. So you have where the, uh, I think it's uh, uh, the park, um, I can't remember, Eagle Park is kind of, uh, I, can, I can see where my house was, where a lamppost is, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, but I remember when I uh, went to Dunbar graduated from Dunbar, and they did a pilot program in the ninth grade for peer counselors. And I was a part of that pilot program, so it's like, you know, young people going out in the communities to kind of see, you know, how other young people were dealing with drugs and things like that. And um, so, I think it was Hattie Harrison and McFadden at the time they were down there, and so did this pilot program. And so as we're going out into the community and through the the projects and things like that, I'm asking all these questions, and well, you know, um, how is uh, are you using drugs and uh, taking, you know? And I would hear all these stories, like, wow, you know. And I'm here, I'm thinking, like, wow, man, you know, your your life is rough, you know, just in my head. And I go, okay, well, you know, well, let I, I can't say just stop it because I don't know what you're dealing with to figure out this, but. Um, just kind of sharing, you know, well, uh, these are the programs we have. If you need some assistance, I'm here for you kind of thing. What kind of resources do you need? But from all of that, my thought was Hopkins collects all this data, but you still see there's no effect or no progress from this data. You say you see where people are hurting and things are happening, but then there's nothing afterwards, you know, so you get the data, or you're getting the data just to satisfy grants or whatever it is, people, mm-hmm. but you're not doing anything to implement or putting anything into effect to to make a change uh, from the data you received. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always looked at that. And then with the other, with communities in general, I'm looking around, I'm going, wow, you got a lot of churches. That's why that flag with the churches, I'm thinking, wow, you got all these churches, and nobody's kind of connecting. Nobody's kind of, you know, coming together and say, hey, we need to do what churches need to do. is help the community, help people, and then and ultimately help the community. And so when you have, uh, uh, you know, churches all over the place, but people are still hurting, 
And I'm going to say because I've been in the community for a while, I'm, my presence is generational now. So I know people in the community from when I was younger. I know people from when I grew up. Then I know people from my son's generation. And, then, and they know me. And now they know me from my grandchildren's generation. You know, and so I, I found that um, I think people are comfortable with people they know, mm-hmm. you know, or that they've seen. Because, uh, you know, whether I've done projects with young people or hand out flyers or, you know, I, I could, uh, we do community things. I could be the only one out handing out flyers and, you know, I'll go, you know, talking to people as I go along. And, mm-hmm. Oh, we having this. Oh. You need this? Uh, the church got this. Uh, you know, oh, go around to the rec center. You know, so sometimes I feel like I'm a walking resource box or something. It's like, you know, oh, you don't, I will find, you know what, call the church. The church should, you know, be able to help you with something. Give you, But if they don't, say, can I leave a message for Sister Audrey? <laughs> I do. Yeah. So, you know, and then from there, you know, I'll find out why somebody couldn't hook you up with something, you know, mm. so... Um, I look at um, people who are still, it's like they're stuck or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I know sometimes when when I talk with people, um, I don't know whether, I guess I, I'm a, I motivate them or something. I go, who says we can't do it? Almost like, you know, who says we can't get this? Or who says we can't get money from so it's, you know, or or we can't get a hold of the politician. Who says we can't? That's what they public number for. Let's call them up. Mm-hmm. You know, you call them on your phone. I call them on my phone. We go see what somebody say. <laughs> you know, so um, so kind of you know those kind of things lighten up things. Uh, let people know that you know um, better's going to happen. Better's going to come, and um, and things won't happen unless you do something. Mm-hmm. You know. I do a lot of things almost by myself, but then along the way, you know, I could be cleaning up, and then I go, anybody could be walking past. I go, you know, you mind? <laughs> or, or somebody say, hey, how you doing? You're doing a great job. I say, oh, yeah, sweet. You mind help? Come over here for a second. <laughs> I don't even know who they are, but, <laughs> and and I believe that's because with, with growing up, it was like, there was nobody that I could not talk to, and I don't know if it was because my stepfather saying, you, you, "That's my daughter, don't mess with her," mm-hmm. and you know, I would I would talk to everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like you know, you don't know them people. It's like, well, how are you gonna get to know them if you don't say <laughs> hi? You know, it's like how, you can't get them to do that. Who says I can't get them to help clean up? This is their community. This is. So scare me. We are cleaning up. You got some trash bags? <laughs> scare me. Oh my God. I do. I do. And I don't know. I just, and I say, I must be having God behind me because people aren't mean. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I, I guess I haven't counted some, but it's like, I don't know. It's just something where it just rolls off and I go, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Maybe next time. I'll bring cake or, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll bring, you know what, I'm not here to ask you for anything, but I'm here to give you something. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those kind of things to to 
I don't know, lighten up mood, um, you know, we're all in this together thing or whatever I got to do. I don't know. Sound like one word is like you're a connector, right? You yeah. connect people. Yeah. You, cattle, you inspire people. I try. Um, I try. The change I want to see mm-hmm. yeah. is uh, the sense of hope in the, a community or the sense of unity back into communities um, where we are helping one another um, or or if, if nothing else, not hurting one another. And it's just um, generational. Because again, um, when I look at the older individuals and they say, oh, them young people. And I say the young people and oh, them old people. And then I'm like, you know what? But we can help each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we can help each other. So I'm, I'm looking at that, 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 that unity, that bond, that mm-hmm. trust that, you know, back in, in the communities. And I think we can build from there. Um, when it comes to the the community environment as a whole, um, where I guess where we're looking at the government or the uh, the uh, city hall or whoever to come in, that they have more buy-in from the community, right. and say stop taking away. Maybe you can offer things to them that they can, um, you know, have uh, to to whether it's. Uh, you know, offering a, a vacant home to somebody and, and teaching them how to do certain things or creating a program where it can teach people how yeah. to do certain things and maybe they can be self-sufficient. So it's just um, uh, the change I'm looking for is to see young people um, know that something is coming, is something's better, and they can do better, but we got to get the connections yeah, together. Yeah. And and the consistency of the connections, you know, and 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 that's kind of what I'm looking for and and that's where I'm driving for. With that, how do you take care of yourself? Um like or you know, cuz you're doing so much, right, for oh, everyone all the time. Do you I don't know. I I think I take care of myself when I I literally when I think I'm 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 taking care of people. Mm-hmm. I when mm-hmm. when I know people are okay. I f- I'm okay. Mm. Um, uh, I I'm I'm I always say uh, I know death is a part of life, mm-hmm. but I am truly a life person. Mm-hmm. I'm truly a life person, and not to say that I don't uh, uh, comfort people when they're you know I do. And when, when people pass and whatever. But I always say to them, you're here for a reason. Mm. We don't know why God allowed them to not be here. But remember what they taught you, what they said. Remember something. Get something out of it because they just wasn't here for nothing. And then you hold them to that. And then you build on that, you mm. know.